0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host Brett Hill and today we're going to be talking about what fruits do you bear when you are grafted into the true vine Jesus Christ. We're also going to reach back and touch another podcast that we had back in the past that uh, talked about uh, handing it to the Father or giving it to the Father cause we're going to bring in that story about my father and his taxidermy work in the middle of this uh, podcast but i want to first take us to john chapter 15 and talk about the true vine because jesus himself is rooted into the father and he said that uh, i don't do anything unless i see the father do it first he told us that i and the father are one and if you've seen me you've seen the father and that is because Jesus is rooted into the Father himself. And in John chapter 15, he says, I am the true vine and my Father is the gardener. If you look at that, this is a new twist on things for us to understand. And we're going to bring that out because the Father is the one that has the authorization to do the pruning and the cutting and, and uh, cleaning and fleshing out sins. And, you know, we, we talked in that uh, previous podcast that uh, my father spent 50 years as a taxidermist. And uh, I learned his trade really well. I was fascinated by the taxidermy work, and I learned how to do so much of it. But when he would get out one of his customers' fish and go to working on that fish, I would go back to one of our ponds and catch a fish, and I would bring it in there and sit down beside him. And uh, he would teach me step-by-step on how to mount a fish. And it was real easy to be able to cut the fish open and the way that he did and cut the big pieces of meat out of the fish, the big obvious pieces of meat there that might rot and cause the mouth to go bad. But when it got down to that part of flesh right next to the skin, it was the same color as the skin. And so you couldn't see that little thin layer of flesh, little thin layer of meat right against the skin. But my dad had uh, modified a spoon where he was able to flesh that out and get that off of there. And and I never did really get that tactic down. I kept ruining fish one after the other because I was not capable of getting that thin layer of flesh right against the skin that would look like it was minute and really something that was insignificant. Um, And so we're going to talk about that portion of our life today as we read here in John chapter 15. And let's go back to it. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Now, we talked about this and, you know, if if we are the, if he's the vine and we are the branches, there's, and that reminds me of that little song we used to sing when we was little. You may have heard the song, uh, He is the vine and we are the branches. His mantle over me is love. Well, as we are the branches of the true vine, we are the ones that actually bears the fruit because the the actual trunk and the vine doesn't bear fruit. It provides, it's a conduit, it's a channel that reaches into whatever it's rooted into and brings it up to us and makes us be able to take that nutrients through the vine and be able to produce fruit within ourselves because of the vine. So if the vine is the one that is bringing us the nutrients and all the, the things that we need to produce fruit, then we are the branches that put off the fruit. And we're going to look at the fruit and that fruit is found in Galatians chapter 5 and 22 through 23. So I want to I turn over there real quick and let and read that. And show us what the true fruit is, and the fruit that the that our true vine wants us to actually put off. So Galatians 5 and 22, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the fruits that Christ rooted into the Father is wanting us to produce on the branches that are grafted into his vine. And these fruits are proof that we are grafted into his vine and that we are part of the kingdom of God. So when we are not producing that type of fruit, we know that we are not a fruit-bearing branch. And this John chapter 15 says, he cuts off every branch of me that does not bear fruit. But what does he do with the branches that are bearing fruit but have a lot of limbs going out past the fruit? Now, if, if you've dealt with garden plants in the past and you've grown a garden, you know that if, if you have a tomato plant that is putting off tomatoes, uh, if you'll look past that tomato, the vine just continues growing up and growing up and just growing wild and sending out wild growth that's producing no fruit at all. And what that does is it stunts the growth of your tomato and makes your tomato harvest not as big as what it could be. Well, what John chapter 15 is saying here is that God himself, his task as the gardener is to look at the fruit and the wild growth past the fruit and cut that wild growth off so that the fruit can get more nutrients and more more of the nourishment that's coming from what it's rooted in so that you can produce better fruit. Now, I want to go up to a a scripture um, and just read it really quick before the break. And that's found in Song of Solomon 2 and 15. And I'm going to read it out of the King James Version. He says, catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. And we're going, to go, we're going to take a break really quick, and I'm going to come back and talk to you about these foxes and the spiritual connotation of what the Bible is saying what these foxes are. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Pastor Jonathan Blazer, pastor of the Wide Oak Grove Church of God. One person said, church is not something you go to, it's a family you belong to. At our church, we believe in family and we want to invite you and your family to join us and be a part of our family at the Wide Oak Grove Church of God. Our service times are Sunday school at 10 a.m., morning worship, 11 a.m., Sunday evening services at 6 p.m. and Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Come be a part of our family, God bless. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We are talking about what fruits do you bear? And we just read the scripture in Song of Solomon 2 and 15. Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for the our vines have tender grapes. Now, what are they saying here? When you have foxes that get in the vines, they're small animals. And if you've grown a garden, I'm going to go back and refer to garden plants when you get bugs. And diseases and things like that in your plants is because of something that has damaged your plants a lot of times the bugs come in and chew on the vines and cause the vine to open up and uh, especially like squash and things like that you get what's called blight on your plants the foxes do the same thing they'll jump up on the vine and pull the vine down trying to get to the fruit and the when the foxes are pulling the vine down they're damaging the vine So in the scripture, the connotation foxes hinder growth, they destroy tender fruit, they harm and break off branches, but one of the most spiritual connotations that is shown here in the scripture is these little foxes are the sins of our flesh that tend to get in the way and they cause the fruits of the Spirit not to grow the way that they should in our life. So as we saw in Galatians 5 and 22, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These these fruits in the spirit, when the little foxes, our little sins in our life that seem insignificant, just like that little amount of flesh against the skin that seemed insignificant in uh, mounting the fish, these little foxes, they cause problems in our lives. And uh, they cause us not to bear the fruit. They cause us to have a little wild growth going off that is not useful to the kingdom of God. And they're It's a a hindrance to our spiritual wall. So I want to talk about some of these little foxes and the spiritual sins that we deal with in our flesh. And first off, the the first one we want to look at is heart sins. These are our secret sins. And a lot of that, uh, one of the number one secret sins that we have in our heart is jealousy. People are jealous of other people. They're jealous of what they see in other relationships, jealous of what other people have or what they don't have jealous of uh, maybe a car or a house or a, a boyfriend a girlfriend or maybe money or a job but jealousy gets down in people's hearts and it causes problems and it's a secret sin in your heart that burns at you from the inside and it causes the fruits of the Spirit not to produce the way that it is could be beneficial to the kingdom of God and that becomes a branch that does not put off fruit in the Bible, just like in John 15, the Father comes in and cuts that branch off. Another one of those secret sins is pride, and another one is impurity. We want to look at 1 John 2 and 16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So these are things that are not rooted in the Father. The word Christ is not rooted into these things, and our vines, as, or our, us being the branches coming off of him, these things that, that are the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, that's not of the Father, and it's not of Christ, the true vine, and the Father will prune us off. The next sin that we want to look at is the sins from the lips, and then Psalms 120 calls that a lying tongue. The tongue is designed to steer your entire life just like a rudder that steers a large ship. James chapter three says, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Our tongues can get us in so much trouble and we can speak words that are not spiritual, that are not healthy to our body, not healthy to others. And uh, in James chapter three, he mentions, consider that a great forest is completely set on fire and demolished by nothing but a small spark. And he goes on to talk about a great big ship, how this massive, massive warship could be out on great ocean waters and a little bitty rudder that's a little small piece of wood, a little paddle on the back of the boat to the back of the ship can turn that entire ship and control it out on these great waters. And he's comparing the tongue to that little bitty rudder. So the tongue is an evil world of of corruption. It, it corrupts the whole body and sets the whole course of someone's life on fire all the way to the fires of hell. So the tongue says things and, and causes things in our life to not be fruitful. And, it, and the, the words that we say that are not fruitful are those wild vines that's growing out past the fruit, out past the tender fruit. It's just wild growth that's not producing anything good for the kingdom. And that has to be pruned off in our life. And so the next sin that we want to look at, which is one of the most uh, most important that we need to um, take a look at, is, is called behavior sins. Our behavioral sins, they're the obvious sins that show up when we act in such a way that others clearly see our spirit is an unclean spirit. And our heart is unclean and we're operating in the wrong spirit. These are the thoughtless and harsh treatments that we show to others. Our words to others are bitter. They're unconcerning of how they may cause others to feel. These behavioral sins are, are acting out of a nature that is not Christian. It's acting out of a nature that is not grafted into the vine. And people who commit behavioral sins are those who you find that no one really wants to be around. And when they are confronted about their behavioral sins... They just tend to brush those behaviors off that as something that's just not really important. And, and they say things like, I like me the way I am, and you should accept me for who I am. Behavioral sins lie to people. They make people believe that they're okay and that you're wrong for not wanting to be around them because of their bitter actions. But those behavioral sins do not produce the fruits that are found in Galatians that we talked about In Galatians 5 and 22 through 23, they do not produce the fruits of the Spirit, and it causes that vine, the father, the gardener, comes in, and he cuts off that branch that is producing those awful behavioral sins. It's just like a disease that gets into the plant, gets into the vine, and in order to save the entire vine, that branch has to be cut off and burned. So I'm going to take a break right there, and we're going to come back. So don't go anywhere. Hello, everyone. I would like to let you know that you are welcome at the White Oak Grove Church of God. Our Sunday school services are at 10 a.m., followed by worship service at 11 a.m. Wednesday night Bible study starts at 6.30 p.m. each week. We are located at 2286 Oak Grove Road, Deckard, Tennessee. Come on out and worship the Lord with us and be a part of what God is doing at the White Oak Grove Church of God. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We are talking today about what fruits do you bear? And we just before the break, we talked about the secret sins, sins from the lips, the behavioral sins, these little foxes that ruins the vine, that gets in there and destroys the vine, destroys the tender fruit and hinders the growth. And so uh, as the father, the gardener, moves in and cuts these things off, the reason why he cuts off these... Uh, branches that don't produce fruit is so that he can save the entire vine and keep uh, keep the diseases and keep the impurities out of the vine. Now we've looked at these fruits and we've looked at these secret sins and and as we were talking in the first segment, the growth from a plant we have we have these sins in our life that are kind of like the plant, like uh, the analogy I gave about the tomato where the vine that keeps growing past the tomato is just growth that's happening that is not beneficial. All it does is eats up nutrients and takes up water and takes up the nutrition that could be going to the fruit. And that's what's happening here with, with the, uh, the sins that we have in our life, the, the small sins, you know, like I... And we'll go back to the picture of doing the fish with my father, if you can, just here for a minute, that's once we cut the big part of the meat out of the fish, it was easy to see that the big things in our life were wrong and didn't belong there. It was easy to see that that big piece of meat, if I was gonna mount that fish, it couldn't be there. But it's that thin layer of meat that's just kind of blends in with everything else that doesn't seem like it's harmful. That's got to come out. And I, I found out that when I was trying my best to get that small little layer of flesh out of that fish that I was knocking the scales off the fish on the outside. My father would pick up his fish and run water over it and the scales would look so pretty and it would be ready to mount and be such a nice looking uh, tanned hide. But when I picked mine up and run it under the water, all the scales would fall off and I'd find out that my fish was ruined because I did not possess the ability to get those thin layers of flesh off of that fish without ruining the flesh or without ruining the fish. And that's the same thing with us in the vine, that when we have fruits in our life and we've got these other little tag-along sins that just keep on and keep on and keep on growing and causing non-producing vines to grow out and just eating at the nutrients in our life spiritually, that these vines are hindrances that we don't have the ability to get rid of ourselves, And we have to learn that we have to turn to the gardener. Just like I did with my father, when I found out that I could only get so far with that fish to help him mount fish and learn how to do that trade, I realized that my father was the only one that could get that flesh out of that fish. So I willfully submitted once I got far enough, I handed him my fish and he removed that thin layer of flesh that only he could remove. And the, in John 15 here, this is the same way with Jesus. Jesus says, I am the true vine, but my father is the gardener. He's the one that cuts off the branches that bear no fruit. And we have to learn as Christians, when we have things going on in our life that uh, does not belong in our life and just keeps growing past the fruit and it's non-fruit producing things in our lives that's not healthy to the kingdom of God, We need to ask the Father to step in and do some pruning. God, I can't get this out of my life. I can't get these things off of me without your help. And, you know, we talked about those behavioral sins and about the the private sins and secret sins and sins from our lips. When the flesh is constantly in a habitual state as you're growing through life, a lot of these things takes a long time for you to get out of your life. You know, there's some people that uh, takes years and years and years to be delivered. Some people gets delivered instantly when they come to Christ. But no matter the situation, no matter what you're going through, God the Father is the one you need to turn to, to let him prune these things out of your life. And you have to willfully submit and say, God, I can't fix this. You're the only one that can. The psalmist David in Psalms 51 and 10 said, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. If you want to get your life cleaned up and you want to get this non-fruit producing vines out of your life, these things in your life that are not productive to the kingdom of God, you've got to turn to God for it. You've got to let God have it. A lot of people strive and they struggle and they think, I've got to be the one to clean this up. I've got to quit this. I've got to stop doing this. Listen, if you could have quit it yourself, if you could have stopped it yourself, there would have been no need for you to have Jesus in your life to start with because he's the only one that can make these things happen. And you need to submit to the true vine and let the gardener, God the Father, trim these things out of your life so that you can have a live a pure and holy life for Jesus Christ and be part of that true vine and put off the fruit that he wants you to put off. And he's the only one that can do it. Now I want to pray with you. Heavenly father, Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for coming into our lives. God, I thank you that every listener out there, that if they are a Christian and they have things in their life that they just can't shake, Lord, that you would cause them to turn to you right now and submit these sins that they just cannot shake themselves, submit them over to you, the gardener, and let you prune them out of your life. God, I I just pray that you send the power of the Holy Spirit into their hearts right now so that they would ask you to take these things out of your life and let them put up their hands and surrender it to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, if there's those that's out there listening that don't know you as Lord and Savior, I just ask right now that you send your spirit to them and get them to ask you to come into their heart. Let them willfully submit to making you Lord and Savior so that you can help them with the things in their life that they cannot do on their own. And God, I just pray that the Holy Spirit deals with every heart that's listening and everyone out there gets something from this message and is able to, to let Your Word work in their lives right now according to Your Scripture and according to Your will for their life because You have the best interest at heart for them. Lord, I just thank You so much for Your Word today. I thank You for touching our listeners. God, I ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, if you have given your heart to the Lord today, if you have been touched by Him, we want to hear from you. Reach out to us at Holding Fast Faith at Outlook.com and let us know that these messages are reaching you. Let us know that you've received Christ so that we can rejoice with you, that we can become a friend with you. We can become a prayer warrior with you and praying with you and help you find your way through this new life that you have just chosen to take heart in. Listen, we love you. We thank God for you. Thank you for being part of our broadcast. And God bless you. We'll see you on the next one. I'm Brian Chris, lead pastor at River of Life Ministries in Essel Springs, Tennessee. I want to personally invite you to experience Jesus with us. And we meet every Sunday morning at 10 and 11 a.m. We also meet every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. for a Bible study. We want you to experience Jesus with us. And we want to invite you to come be with us. 106 Spring Creek Road, Essel Springs, Tennessee. Like our Facebook page. Also join our community page at River of Life Ministries. Hope to see you there soon.